Good evening, Grimble. Live? Are we live? We're live. We're live on the air. Is this school out? Oh, isn't it exciting? Isn't it? Is it exciting? Isn't it exciting? Exciting. Is that like? Isn't it? Is that just beside exciting? Next. It's more than exciting. It's next oh, level it? exciting. I thought it was just next to excitement on the shelf. No, next level. Next level. Oh, so this, this, the shelf above. Yeah, yeah, it, it, will be, it will be less exciting if we'd have done any preparation for it, wouldn't it? Oh, God. It would be less exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but see, but hey, live, living on the edge, isn't that half the fun? Oh, God, yeah, you've got me on the edge. Flip an egg. You'd say you should always do things in life that make you frightened. Oh, that make, make you nervous. You nervous and, yeah, definitely. So Which is, which is fair enough. Get your heart rate going and what have you, and all that sort of carry on. Well, Joe Brand once went to the doctors, and the the doctor said you need to do something once a day that makes your heart race a little bit, so she started smoking again. Hey, boom, boom. <laughs> these are this. Hey, this is the stuff we're taking to Edinburgh. Come on, <laughs> I'm by entertainment like this. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't write. So I've got. I've got a. F- you can't, well, you who can't would? It? <laughs> well, we who did. would? <laughs> um, I've got a, a few things to talk about. Have you got some things to talk yes, about? Yes, I've got some things. To, I've got an ethical question for you this week. Oh, that'll make a change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to put me on the spot then, are you? Yes. See what you Shall we leave do? that later on? Leave well, people yeah, guessing course. what that is. We're not, doing, we're not doing it now. We're not doing right. it now. I've got a few things I want to talk about. I've got some... Um, some things in the news. That would be mm-hmm. like a novel, wouldn't it? Having some things in the news to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then I suppose we could start off with what we kind of finished off with last week. Which was? Which was we were talking me? about torture. Torture. Oh, gosh, yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We ended up, and we ran, we ran out of time as usual. We were talking about torture. And what I was thinking we should do is we should each invent a torture... And then have the good people in the chat room decide which one they were least, which one's most likely to make them talk. <laughs> well, mine, the one I've got in my head isn't that sort of thing. It's more um, a stocks sort of sort of thing, but not a. You're stocks. the long game, and but not a stocks. See, so it's torture I keep thinking that's just going to be like mildly annoying isn't it the Chinese well, you're going to be thinking oh my god this it's going to make you tut isn't it you're going to no, go, well they actually did it they did it on Mythbusters you know the program oh, yeah they did it on there and it didn't work like you they said it was annoying it was annoying. Then they got a letter of some secret service gadge, maybe, or, you know, somebody somebody who actually tortures somebody from the KGB, maybe, or something. And right. Because they're said, famous writing into, like, television shows, aren't they? Oh, yeah, kids' television shows. They're writing into yeah. them all the time. <laughs> and they said the mistake they made was they made the water constant all the time going like a metronome you know like uh-huh should it be more random yes random then you don't ah. know when it's coming 
Oh, well, that must be a, a hard job to make the water drip randomly. <laughs> you can't just like turn the tap this half more, on. This is more. This is more. Like, you know, like like some it of the taps actually, in my house drip. Yes, With a drip, you haven't got your head on perfectly in time. No, I tell you what. The other one is um, oh, what the waterboarding. Oh, that's waterboarding. horrendous, that. Uh, that, that's, that must be like, that's got to be horrific, because you f- think you're drowning, but you're not. Uh-huh. And like, as much as you tell yourself, no, this is fine, I'm just being waterboarded, I'm going to be okay. Like, you, but your head kind of kicks in, mm-hmm. your subconscious kicks in, or whatever the word is, and takes over. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so what was what was your thing then? What was your, uh, like, Wait, a rack, but I not a rack? About, I heard about, it's not a rack, um, a stocks. All right. Yes. You know, stocks. General usual. Uh-huh. So you put your your head through, and your hands yes. through. And some of them, some of them, you were sitting down on the ground, and you had your legs through as well. Uh-huh. And it was like in the village square. And yes. People think it's all. People think that is all sort of good fun. You know, <laughs> stocks and <laughs> they were throwing bits of fruit at them and everything. Yes. No. No. They were throwing stones at them and running up and kicking them and just walking over and punching them in the face and that. It wasn't like all just jovial, jolly, rotten fruit and that they threw at them. So anyway, I heard about this. This is a real. This was a real thing. So what you? I, I can't remember. It was called um, the mandolin or the. Or the violin, or it was some stringed instrument. It was called, named after, and it was called the. Just we'll say, the violin. So it was right. called the twin violin, right? Right. So, what you had was, if you'd been arguing with somebody, and you couldn't settle your differences. So, say me and you had a massive argument, and we couldn't settle it, right? Mm-hmm. What they would do was, they would put you in this thing. So, one person would go one side. So, it was it was like, you know, the body of a guitar. Uh-huh. It was like two bodies of a guitar joined together. With the hole right, in the middle. Jo- Are they joined together by the hole? No. Just joined together. So, it was sort of a... a Double figure eight, if you like. Right, okay, I can picture that. Yes. Yes. Your head went through the one in the middle, right? Uh Uh-huh. And it had two holes for your hands, right? Okay. On one side. The other side was exactly the same. So you went in it. The person you were arguing with went in the other one. (laughs) They've locked them in, and they were like that till they settle the differences. That's just... <laughs> you had to go everywhere. Everywhere with this other this, person. Just lock, lock them in a room and lock, let them out until they've settled the differences. Well, it no, seems like awfully elaborate. No, because that, that's, <laughs> that's like just too easy. That was too easy in the medieval times, wasn't it? Lock them in a room. Yeah. No, let's yeah. torture them. Let's torture them. Let's lock them in this. Humiliate them and let the kids run up and kick them and stuff and they can't do anything about it. 
that's the sort of thing they like to do. But I've like I, I've probably researched this. Like there's there's loads oh, of the, the, uh, what what your 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 internet search history is going to be champion, isn't it? <laughs> so the, the, um, most most torches weren't to torture people. Most torches weren't to torture people to get information, if you were this. Most it was to get them to confess to things. No, most of them oh. was just because the torturers were evil. All right, just to do horrible things to people that they didn't like. Right. Okay. So, like the um, the death of a thousand cuts. That's just horrific. That have you heard of that? Just well, you all, everybody knows what ah, one single paper cut feels like. Yeah. Well, this is, so, this is, it was obviously carried out by some sort of medical person who was right. in under the, under the thing of the king or the queen or the emperor, whoever it was. And they would remove your eyelids. Oh, God. Just that. Just that. Oh, they'd remove your eyelids. They would like slice skin off you until just just gradually take skin off you until remove your lips, remove your nostrils from your nose, just gradually until, but never enough to kill you. Right. So you were just in such excruciating pain you couldn't stand it, and you actually wanted to die. But they wouldn't kill you. Also on your tongue. I mean, that's uh -huh. bad enough, isn't it? Aye. That's bad enough. And you've got them for like, that lasts a couple of days, doesn't it? Uh -huh. Imagine. And you would oh. just stand there till you died. That's not fun. Nasty people. So, really? so I, I was thinking about what really, what really hurts. And I was thinking your fingernails really hurt, don't If you like. And I always think of the one where they used to drive something under your fingernails. <gasps> Oh, and I can't help thinking that must be one of the most painful things you could have done to you. Other than, you know, cutting stuff off. Oh, well, apparently, you know, apparently the KGB, I read this as well the other night, the KGB loved the webbing in between your fingers and your toes. They loved that. Oh, God. They loved to cut it, loved to bang things into it. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here with me arm, with me hands under me armpits, holding me hands dead tight, thinking, they're not getting my hands. <laughs> Flipping heck. There's a, there's a, you know the wrestling that you get on the telly? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's a, there's like a hardcore version of wrestling um, where they have, I think they call them death matches or something. Where oh, yes. And there's, uh -huh. a, there's a guy I, I know who... Well, I used to know who, who does it. And they'll do things like, um, before a game, they'll throw a load of, of um, pip, drone pins. Aye, yes, drone pins in the ring. And then they'll have the wrestling match with the drone pins. <laughs> so you're standing on them, you're falling on them. And they'll also break, um, they'll break those big fluorescent lights. So mm. the little bits of glass. Um, now, he, he used to do this thing where he would get his opponent's hand 
and they grab a piece of paper and do like a paper cut on the web between the fingers. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like a, no, no, like, no, you know, nice. obviously with a wrestling, they're all in on it. So the the guy, if you try to do that to me, I'm kind of going to pull my hand away. Yeah. But because it's I'm wrestling, gonna, the other person like, pretends to pull the hand I'm away. I'm going to kind of punch it in the face. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, so me, yeah, I'm, I'm sweating here. <laughs> the sweat, honestly, the sweat is heaving out of me thinking about this. <sighs> There's all kinds of other things. You, I mean, some of them were horrific. Obviously, oh yeah, hot pokers, hot pokers uh-huh. shoved in places that hadn't ought to have been shoved. Yeah, that kind of thing. But I still come down to fingernails. I think there's just something <sighs> horrific about shoving something underneath your fingernail. Um, I'm trying to think of what the ones I read about. Because, <laughs> spookily enough, I read about them all, but I didn't write anything down. Ah, uh, I, well, okay, here's another one. You know the you know the hairs that grow inside your nose? Uh-huh. Pull nose out slowly, ah, one at a time. No, that's not a torture. Not a torture me. Oh, you enjoy that, do you? Yeah, oh, yeah, it makes you sneeze. So, so anyway, you get back to yeah. what I was saying. These thumb cuffs... Oh, exactly what you think they were. Just handcuffs, huh? tiny little. So they went over your thumbs. And these right. these school kids, they didn't actually did it. It was all just like a thing to prove how much, uh, how easy it was to, for people to set up as a arms dealer. And they were, they, they could have sold Hundreds and hundreds of these things, these thumb cuffs, and they were absolutely horrible. Because he put them on. Uh, Louis Theroux put them on, he couldn't get them off. Right. So, so one of the people... I'm I'm just, I'm just can't get my head around why these thumb things are so bad. (gasps) Again, they just sound like a mild inconvenience. Nah. Nah. because be, I'm, I'm looking at me, I'm looking at me thumbs. I'm, because your your fingers are obviously more delicate than your than your wrists, aren't they? So, uh huh, yeah. You know, so putting a pair of cuffs on your thumbs and like somebody dragging you around and pulling you about by your thumbs. Nah. I mean, it's going to make hitchhiking a bit of a chore, isn't it? But that, as far as that, anything oh, else goes, I think it's just going to be a, right. a, a an inconvenience. Right, well... You mean, you, you'll be like trying to hit your lift and two cars will be stopping at the same time. That's okay. how it's going to work. Put it, um, I could make a pair. Make a pair, no problem. I'm going to make a pair and I'm going to fasten you in them. Yeah, so that's... Is, is that torture sorted? Anybody got any tortures <laughs> torture uh, that they want to talk about in the chat room then, you know, pile in? Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll try them out. We'll try them out. If you can think of a really good one or an hour of Muse. That was only a matter of time before Muse came up. Uh, Oh, hour of Muse. If anybody can think of a particularly spectacular torture, we'll try it on Phil. And then uh, we'll see see how it goes. What about the one where they put rocks on top of you and randomly randomly squashes you to death? But they're like pebbles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard that. I've not heard this one. Just more and more until... You know, you're obviously lying there thinking, "What they're doing? What sort of, what sort of stupid thing are these people doing?" 
and it just more and more until it actually actually squashes you until your eyes pop out was the exact thing that they said your eyes pop out and your tongue bursts just correct. I don't know what's on us talking about something I, else now, eh? I, well, one last thing. Have you ever have, have you got a have you got a gas or electric hob? Gas. Right, oh, it's not going to work with gas. Well, I've got an electric one, right? Mm-hmm. So when you turn it on, it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. It doesn't look like it's not going to burn you instantly. I'm just wondering whether you've done what I've done, which is put your hand on the electric hob. Oh, and turn yeah, it on. I was a kid. And just to wait to see how long it takes before you think, oh, I better take my hand off that now, it's starting to burn. But imaginally you couldn't take your hand off that, you weren't allowed to take your hand off. Well, another one that the KGB used to like was the bottom of your feet. Doing that to the bottom of your feet. What about boiling water? There's going to be a point where it's really pleasant. And then it's going to turn. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, oh, this is nice. This and just another couple of degrees higher. It's going to be champion. <laughs> and then it gets. <laughs> yeah, because what it's the same as was, they had, they had a plate. Listen to this. They had a plate that heated up, right? And they would make people stand on it on this plate, right? right? So it would get hotter and hotter, and it would burn their feet, and it would burn the skin off their feet. But then they discovered. We've got to clean this. This is no good. We've got to clean that plate every time we've used it. Let's put some lard on the plate. <laughs> so the actually, does that just make it slippy? No, what it does is actually fries the people's feet. Oh, you've just crossed the line there. Then it, but, yeah, but you haven't got to clean the... You haven't got to scrape the dead skin off because it's like nicely... Just, it's, it's nicely it's lube- smell lube- lovely isn't it it's going to smell yeah. gorgeous <laughs> so oh somebody making a bacon sandwich with a hint of cheese on yeah <laughs> we're not burning that part of the body <laughs> oh Phil <sighs> right <laughs> so where, where, where would you like to go now hmm well, I think we've covered, we've discussed torture now. We've put torture to bed. Everybody was, was saying to us after the last show, Grimbo, when are you going to finish talking about torture? So I think we've done that now, haven't we? Right, we've done that. So we'll play this and then we'll come back in a second. Right, what's next? What's next on the, on the agenda? I've got a thing. Oh, do you remember going back to one of the early podcasts? Oh, yeah. I wrote something down. I wrote something oh, yes. down on a piece of paper and the then couldn't remember name. what it was. The bloke's name was it Chinese I, bloke's name? It, it was. It was a really and, and I've done it again because I've got written down here chocolate photo and I've got no idea what it means. <laughs> I've so, seen. I, mean, I saw that on Dragon's Den. I'm pretty sure that's not what it is. I've written chocolate photo down here for a reason, and for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. But I'll tell you what, okay, let's talk about the main thing I wanted to talk about tonight. Come on, then. What do you know about Bitcoin? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I keep on getting... I'll tell you what I know about it. It fills me inbox with emails saying, come and do this, get this, buy this Bitcoin, and you'll be a millionaire. But two, how? Facts about Bitcoin, and then I'm going to give you two news articles that from this week 
Oh, and you, so, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was invented in 2009. Mm-hmm. So it's a very modern thing. Okay. Basically, how it works is you've got a, like a huge, for the sake of, for the sake of keeping it simple, think of like a um, password. One of these fancy passwords with letters and numbers and symbols all jumbled together. Uh-huh. Okay. That one of those is a Bitcoin, but there's a very strict um, rule which it has to match in order for it to be a Bitcoin, right? So I can't just write down what does a series of numbers and what does it have to match? It has to. You have to run it through like a test, let's say, and if it passes that test, then it's a Bitcoin. But this test is very, very stringent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you couldn't just write down a series like a thirty-two digit numbers and letters and things and, and just say, okay, that's a bitcoin, because the chances are like one in a billion that it isn't. So there's there's people you actually you people uh, bitcoins are farmed. You you have, you have like banks and banks of computers inventing these series of letters and numbers, mm-hmm. saying, is that a bitcoin? No, that's not a bitcoin. Is that a bitcoin? No, that's not a Bitcoin. Now, imagine you're doing that like a million times an hour on a room with like 50 PCs in, really fast PCs. Mm-hmm. Then once every two or three days, they'll find a Bitcoin. That's how that's how hard it is to find Bitcoins and to, to generate Bitcoin. So you, some people actually spend hundreds of pounds on electricity farming Bitcoins. But... It's worth it because bitcoins are currently. Last week, a bitcoin was worth forty-two thousand dollars. One bitcoin. So if you happen to stumble across a bitcoin, it's worth forty-two thousand dollars. Okay. Now, when still, they first came out, I still don't understand what makes it worth money. Because because they are, and if <laughs> anything's an only worth money. <laughs> No, it is a good. It's a good answer because think something is only worth money if the person who wants to have that thing off you is prepared to pay for it. Yeah, am I right? Well, now, if I've got this Bitcoin, there's somebody out there will pay me twenty five thousand twenty five thousand dollars for it. It's worth twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, but why? That, that's would how. They? Why? Because well, be, oh, let me tell you why. Because in two thousand and nine, Bitcoin was worth like a penny. Mm-hmm. And now they're worth forty two thousand dollars. So how many? That's why. How many? That's why. Got? I've got about fifty pounds worth. I've, I've been, but I didn't buy them at a very good time. I bought them just before they crashed a few a couple of years ago. So I just did it for a laugh. I've had no intention of like making money off it. But, um, but right. So they were invented in two thousand and nine. In October two thousand and thirteen, they were worth one hundred and eight dollars. Um. In March of last year, they were worth five thousand dollars. Last week, they were worth forty-two thousand dollars. Today, they're worth about twenty-five thousand dollars. It fluctuates. So, but come. I was just going to say. So, how are yours only worth fifty quid? Because I've only got like a fraction of a bitcoin. You can have, you know, like we talk about pounds, oh, but you can see. also have yeah. pennies. I've got a fraction of a bitcoin. I only did it for a laugh to see what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, you can actually. If I had the time and the patience and the money, I could build a farm and make some bitcoins. But like I said, I would have to spend hundreds and thousands of pounds on building the equipment and paying for the electricity to run them on the hope that eventually I stumbled across a bitcoin. But that's how that's how you make them. So you don't it isn't like the, um, you know, the 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 
the UK government where they say, okay, let's we'll release another fifty billion pound into the economy. It doesn't work like that. Bitcoins have to be farmed. It's like diamonds, gold. You, you know, you, you you search and you find a diamond. That diamond is suddenly worth like whatever diamonds are worth. So, the same with bitcoins. You find a bitcoin, and that's what it's worth. Right. Anyway, right. Well, so we listen, bought people listen, enough. So we right. bought everybody enough talking about bitcoins. The All reason right. I wanted to talk about them was some things that were in the news. Right. Two that two that are. Um, relevant because they're literally in the news this week and one which i thought was interesting the first ever transaction for bitcoins was this guy who spent two bitcoins buying his pizza back in 2010 this person had some bitcoins and he spent two bitcoins buying his pizza so let's say that was ten dollars so his bitcoins were worth five dollars then aye those yeah. if he'd have saved those two bitcoins They'll be worth not not two bitcoins, whatever whatever it was. Those money that he, the money he'd spent, the bitcoins he'd spent on the pizza would now be worth four hundred and twenty million dollars. Oh God! Right now, so that's that's one little fun fact. Now, these two things that are in the news. Okay, there's one. Um, this guy in New York had two hundred and forty million dollars worth of bitcoins. In, in a vault, in a computerized vault with a password on, on a laptop. And because it was so long ago when Bitcoins weren't worth anything, he just forgot about them. And eventually he just binned this um, this laptop. And now he's this, this guy's in Wales and he's trying to get this the permission of the council to go looking for this laptop in, in the tip. But it was like eight years ago. But he's, 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 it's worth doing because it's like two hundred and fifty million pounds worth of Bitcoin. And the council is saying, "No, you're not allowed to do that." And he's, "Can you imagine if you please let me do it? Just let me do it." He'd, He'd be like desperate, it. wouldn't you? He'd never find it. He's I've quite confident. He says because. Go on then. I was going to say because he knows when it happened, so he'd be able to start digging and looking for bits of mm -hmm. paper and things that had dates on. You'd know. And it's a laptop. It's not like it's a scrap of, like a piece of cheese I've or a scrap of paper. Them, I've it's a... seen them on Vera looking for a dead body in the tip, and they couldn't find it. Hmm. And on and anyway, a... on Crime Watch as well. I've seen them looking for a dead body in the tip, and they couldn't find it. There's another one, where this guy has got his two hundred and forty million pounds worth of Bitcoin in a vault, in a, another one of these password protected vault things, and he's forgotten the password. Now, you get 10 goes at the password before it wipes itself. Mm -hmm. And he's had eight goes, and he can't remember the password. He's got two goes left. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine the stress? How much, how much is Bitcoin's worth he's got in there? 200, $240 million worth. <gasps> Jesus. There must be some way of cracking the code. Well, I don't believe there is. There must be. There must be some way of cracking the code. Well, well if there's a way of cracking the code, it's not a very secure vault, is it? Well, the whole reason you want to put you put things in these vaults is because you don't, you don't want someone to well, come and crack the code. you want to start off with your birthday, surely. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing... Right, okay, so that's going to make it easy next time I get a, a file off you, or Phil just uses his birthday. I don't actually... <laughs> Do you not? Do you have internet banking at all, or something like that? Yeah. Do you not have something that involves like a really fancy password? 
Well, not really fancy, but it's like a password nobody would know what it is. You know. I don't yeah, Gareth's just saying find a hacker who can crack the code, but it's not as easy as that because these are designed it's not to be cracked. <laughs> just, I just can't imagine stress or pressure like that oh, to such an extent where you've got... I mean, you know, we've all watched me like Deal or No Deal, haven't we? Mm-hmm. But this is $240 million, and do I... How did I... Did I use a capital letter there? So your your password's there, Diane and Diane's birthday. But did you put a space? Did you put 19... To put 65 or whatever it is or did you or just 65 exactly oh i can't imagine that kind of stress the must he, he must have somebody on it seeing right look i've got bypass the yeah i think you get into this vault I, I believe he has i believe he's got some people involved now to try to to try to find out what it he's, is because he's, he's literally he's got a man in he's got, he's got a man in to do it he's brought george reynolds in to do it He'll get oh, it. He'll get it. He will. Yes. <laughs> George Reynolds. I just thought that was... Uh, there were two stories out this week about two people who were both in similar predicaments who are, like, a hair's breadth away from, like, a, a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just something stopping them from getting it. Yeah, but... is Yeah. <laughs> but how many times... I don't know if you if you do. How many times did you do a scratch card, and you're a hair's breadth, one zero, away from winning ten thousand pound? That's not the same, though, is it? It's not the same because it's, it's the moment you bought that card off the shop, it was it was your destiny to either have one or not. This is like uh, Schrodinger's lottery card, isn't it? It's you've. Um, <laughs> You don't know whether... Which which you think of the one with the cat? (laughs) I believe he was. With the cat in the the box. Uh, He was the one with the cat in the box, not the guy with the the dog. (laughs) The dog on the lead. The dog on the lead. You just made that one up. (laughs) Dog on the lead. I don't think I have. I don't think think I have. have, So you've got the tiny little puppy tied to a lead, and it's tied to a a chair, a, a, a leg of a chair, all its life. And when it was little, it just knew it couldn't pull itself away from this chair. So when it was older, it just didn't even bother because it knew it couldn't do it. It had no idea of the size of itself. Well. But anyway, we're, we're it, changing just, the subject. That's just, that just brought something to mind there when you said that. That's how, the train, that's how cowboys used to train the horses. Band on that for me? That's how cowboys used to train the horses. You know what a cowboy yeah. film you see them. Yeah, don't just say the same words again. Say the, say the whole thing again, but like with the words in a different you know, order. You know on a cowboy film, how the pull up, how the pull up. Do you pull up on a horse? I don't know. Oh well, yeah, so they just literally have to put the the dangle the the, yeah, uh, the lead the horse. Thing. Is that what you call and it? A lead. Wrap around the. Over they the... just wrap around the thing outside there, which is if the horse lifted its head up, it would just unravel, yes. and the horse. Would the horse doesn't realise if it just walked away, the whole of that fence would come with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. The, ah, the, because the reins are hanging down, the horse won't move. Right, so they did it to the horse when the horse was a baby horse. Yeah, from 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 them getting the horse, I suppose, when the horse was a Shetland pony. 
don't know. Yeah. Well, it was, well yeah. Yeah, well, horses start off as Shetland ponies and then they become horses. That's obvious, yeah. isn't it? They become racehorses, don't they? And then they go no, from racehorses to court. Car I've thought of that before. The guy, this, you know, John Wayne will get off his horse and he'll just like walk up. Because all these saloons had these poles outside, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they just like, they just drape the lead over this pole and the, the horse lead. just stands there the and thinks. Because they're, they're like, they're, they're really always known as leads. <laughs> you yeah. always hear the cowboy say, grab the, grab the leader. <laughs> that's, that's the one. And um, and the horse just thinks, oh, okay, I guess I'm here for the next couple mm-hmm. hours then. Yeah. God. Until it, until I, it, until I, the owner comes out drunk out the saloon. I don't understand horses. I have, this, I, have this, I have this discussion with my family about how intelligent horses are because they're saying, like, horses are really intelligent, but I don't get it. Because they just... If they were really they just, intelligent... They don't realise how big they are. Yeah, I was going to say, if they, were, if they were that intelligent, why are they frightened of my dog? I don't oh, oh, Garrett, that was that was um, that was a few years ago. Then we oh, were eating sorry. horse meat. We've stopped stopped eating horse meat now. Uh, you might the UK, it, but is it not is it not a delicacy in the Netherlands? <laughs> I yeah, know. it is in France. Yes, that's what I mean. I know they eat it in France. Do they still eat it? In- all they all eat in the Netherlands is cheesy chips or chips with mayonnaise on. It's all they eat in the Netherlands. <sighs> and, that's uh, their delicacy. I went and got a bag of chips off a off a street vendor in Amsterdam. And before mm-hmm. I could see it, just give us the chips. He'd actually like smothered them in mayonnaise. Thinking, what are you doing, you freak? That would suit me because I love mayonnaise and chips. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't. It was, it's no ketchup, is it? Oh, no. Or gravy. Over here, it's gravy. Gravy. Oh, have you ever had American gravy, by the way? No. <sighs> see, Fraser knows where I'm going with this. Gravy in America. Okay, imagine. Imagine some bread, right, and m- mixed in with would warm the, milk. Would that be the emergency bread or just the ordinary bread? Either bread. Either bread works. Right, so you've got some bread and you mix it in with warm milk. Mm-hmm. That's, that's gravy. What? That's gravy. That's American gravy. Seriously, that's what it is. That's not to right. them. That's like a delicacy to them. sauce, isn't it? Well, what yes. Do you call that bread sauce. They don't have gravy and they don't have custard. No, like, don't be ridiculous. Well, they don't have custard. <laughs> Grimbo's worst breakfast ever. We went to this place in America called Cracker Barrel. You might yeah. have heard of it. Very no, famous chain, chain of uh, restaurants in America. And I was like very excited to get me breakfast in Cracker Barrel. And I ordered this thing. It sounded amazing. But oh my goodness, if you'd seen it, oh! Did you get it? Was just it, I can't even remember what it was now. I think my, I think my brain's kind of washed it out of my memory. The but only time I've ever heard of grits being cooked was on the film My Cousin Vinny. A grit is that like is that not what we would call like a um, like a fish cake or something like a no. potato? The weird, the weird. They described it on that film, My Cousin Vinny. It's brown. It's yeah. like porridge. It's like salty porridge, which you just plop onto the plate. American bacon? Have you ever had it? Well, I haven't been to America. No, Amer- been to America. American bacon? What, ne- what never? 
Never ever. <laughs> Never ever. <laughs> American bacon is just like the worst. Now, whenever you have American bacon, surely, if, as an Englishman, you must be thinking, okay, then, what are you doing with the with the nice bits? Do you just throw that away? <laughs> you know, when, when we imagine bacon, we think of like a Danish uh-huh. back piece of bacon like with uh-huh. a big, the big pink bit in the middle. Yeah. They don't have that in America. They just have like scrawny little bits of, which is like 90% fat okay fat tastes good is it, is it is it like streaky bacon I'm sure I've seen streaky bacon in American sort of stuff yeah it's all like streaky bacon and but they don't have like what we would have like the, the back bacon with the big chunky bits of meat mm-hmm. so um, what do they do with that do they do they throw it away do they does it become something else I don't know I bet they chop They're, it up and put in them tins that uh <laughs> yeah, the tins of Christmas ham, Christmas because you always have a Christmas ham in America. Christmas Dave Dave um, oh, I can't remember his surname. Dave Boo, the talk show, talk show host, used to give them away to people. Letterman, Dave Letterman, Dave Letterman used to give them away to people. <laughs> Somebody. I was was going to like think. Does anybody in the chat room do kung fu or karate or anything like that? Wow, that's a bit out of the blue. Was that no, no, because then we could have asked them about the bloke who beat himself up. Where where this, where he would should have started? Oh, you'd start by breaking your nose, wouldn't you? Well, we've been through the because um, he had yeah, broken, well, he had a couple of broken ribs, a broken right. arm. A broken nose, a black eye, and a couple of broken fingers, I think. So where would you actually start? You'd have to break... There's no point breaking your fingers first. You oh, won't no. do that last. I think he had a cracked jaw as well. So he must have just ran into a wall to do his face, mustn't he? Yeah, I reckon. I think so. He was Dutch as well, the bloke. Garrett might know him. Yeah, that stands to reason. So they're not that big, Holland, is it? <laughs> lives in one of them windmills. <laughs> Question for you: Have you ever invented anything, or had the urge to invent something, or thought about something you wanted to invent? Yes, but this goes out the window. I forget. Well, I've got yeah, 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 I have. Something that hasn't been invented. So I don't really want to say on the air in case somebody invents it, copies it and invents it. I think it's a really is it good really is it that good? Yes, two things actually. Two is <laughs> one of them one of them is an invention, one of them's a concept. Do you invent right. a concept? Yes. Well, oh, so this so you literally have thought of something and it's so good you don't want to talk about it on air because you might actually do it yes, at some point. I might actually do it. <laughs> I don't want somebody stealing it. <laughs> because uh, I don't right. know if stuff that we're talking about on Wolfman Radio, I don't know if it's copyrighted. Or if, <laughs> I don't know. I, I had work. loads of ideas for things I wanted to invent. Mm-hmm. And the one which I thought was my best idea was canned air. So you would... There were different parts of the world. So let's take the Highlands of Scotland. Somewhere mm-hmm. up in the really far north in the Highlands of Scotland. You would... You would get like a room full of air and you would compress it into a can like an aerosol can 
mm-hmm. which you can do, I think. <laughs> and um, and then, so what you do is you You've put this can in the this corner. Of... I think. No, well, I didn't. I didn't put a lot of work into it. So you put this can in the corner of your room, and you open the doors and windows, and then you open the can, and all of the air comes out of the can and fills your room with the can of air from like the Highlands or from Ireland or from maybe somewhere in, in like somewhere in Asia or somewhere you, or the jungle. Mm-hmm. So you for for like I don't know five minutes you're breathing in the air from the Highlands or something well, like that. Well, <laughs> you can actually yes. go <laughs> onto eBay. I don't know if it's still. Uh-huh. You can go onto eBay and buy Northumberland Air and Scottish Air, Scottish Highland Air, and it's just a black bag full of air. Oh, yeah, but that's not quite as good as my idea, is oh, it? No, my no, idea no. is a compressed... The is yours is compressed. And yeah. people, people in Japan buy it in Hong Kong. They actually buy this Northumberland Air. Like, so it's, you, that, it's now, if somebody is prepared <laughs> to, to pay good money for a carrier bag full of air from Northumberland, yeah, just but, think how much they would yeah, pay but, for my idea. Yeah, but the thing is... They used to sell cans some, of air up here. I've just like well, had is, a horrible is, thought. Is the pollution so bad, my Baz, that you've got to... <laughs> kind of matches us out. So there's, there's just... me. The guy with the money's out. Have you just... Yeah, Banksy, he's out. <laughs> I've just had a thought. <laughs> like it would be in a big box. A big. You would put the black... You would go and fill the, go up to Northumberland, fill the, fill the black bag up, tighten the knot, huh? put it in a box, put the box... Tape the box up, send the box over to Japan or Hong Kong or wherever. And then when the postman got to the door and he didn't have anywhere to leave it, he would just squash the box down <laughs> so it would go through the letterbox. I've had, I've, had a, <laughs> I've had another idea, right? So do you know how postage is uh, you pay by the weight? Mm-hmm. Right? Now imagine if something was lighter than air. Does that mean you get a rebate, a rebate on your really postage cool. cost? So instead of putting air in, you fill it with helium. They don't know at the other end. They don't know. <laughs> so, but your postage, you'll actually get a refund, or you'll make money off the postage. Well, isn't isn't is it Chinese postage that's really really cheap? Yeah, I don't know how it works. You can buy something off eBay for like uh, ten pence. Uh-huh. And it includes postage from China. I don't know how that works. No. Did you ever... You should You should have really, really, really... I was dead disappointed in your mind. <laughs> when we first started the podcast and you wanted a... I can't remember what it was you bought. You bought something from China and it didn't work. And it was only like you only paid two quid for it or something. You just let it go. Ah, so I wanted you to get into like a war with this bloke over the over this two. Oh, kind of a war with China. Who do you think I am, Donald Trump? <laughs> oh, right. You had a you had an an ethical question you were going to ask me. Right. Yeah. Three is twelve minutes. <laughs> right. Ethical question. So, if you were walking in the woods. Right, you know, yes. on your on your exercise, on your daily exercise. I'm on my own, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it day or night? 
Either, either will do. Either, okay, all right. Either. Okay, I'm just setting a scenario. Just painting the picture. Okay, and uh, you stumble across a briefcase. Yes. Okay. Right. Uh huh. So you stumble across this briefcase. You open yes. the briefcase, and it's obviously full of dosh. Yes. Right. Yes. So, whoo, briefcase full of dosh. You shut the briefcase. You yes. go to pick it up to carry it away. And uh-huh. when you pick it up, there's a chain on the handle. And on the end of the chain is a handcuff with somebody's forearm and hand still in it. What do you do? What you do what I would have done even if there hadn't been a forearm attached to it by a chain. You take it to the police and you hand it in. Don't be so ridiculous. You do. <laughs> you do. You have to. You don't know anything about that money. You don't know whether it's a setup. You don't know whether it's some kind of sting. You don't know what's the money inside could be marked. You don't know anything. It's just not worth it. You go. You take it to the police, and you hope that either it doesn't get claimed or it's um, the person gives you a reward or something. No. I would. So uh, that's interesting. So you would. What would you do? I'd be off. I'd leave the briefcase with the hand. It would all <laughs> just be take the cash. <laughs> yeah, just take the cash. It would all be down my pants, and I'd be off. I'd be off. I'd be on the first flight out of there. <laughs> that's yeah, well, so there you go. So that's a little insight into my mind. So you've got you, who uh, wouldn't save anybody in a fire, <laughs> and. Um, and me, who would hand the money back into the police? Oh. We're painting a, paint a nice picture I here, aren't we? Back to the police. <laughs> you don't want to be keeping that. You mind? You wouldn't save one person in a fire if you had the chance. <laughs> you would just <laughs> want to be out there. If it, might, if it meant me burning, no. If it was too hot, no. Oh well, yeah. If it's too hot, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's one of those room temperature fires you can get, then that's oh, fine. Oh yeah. I'd be in there. I'd be the first one. <laughs> I'd be the first one in helping people. If it was a room temperature fire, <laughs> if it was a proper, well, if it was a proper hot one. No, I've got some some scary news. Some scary news. Some very topical, worrying, scary what, news. What? 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 Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. You know, are you aware of him? You aware of yeah, his work? Yeah, I'm aware of his work. Now, did you know that he predicted the current pandemic that we're in? you going to see. Did you know that he predicted a riot? <laughs> did you know that Nostradamus had predicted the current pandemic that we're in? No, I didn't. I didn't okay, well... Well, he did, okay? And... Um, Fathers and mothers, dead of infinite sorrows, women in mourning, the pestilent she-monster, the great one, to be no more, all the world to end, the philosopher went on. Now, that's all well and good. However, he also predicted this year. And this year, he said, after great trouble for humanity, a greater one is prepared. The great mover renews the ages. Rain, blood, milk, famine, steel and plague is the heavens fire seen a long spark running. That's what he's predicted for this year. So what the hell does that all mean? That could well, mean absolutely anything, couldn't it? Well, it, it could. 
Absolutely. Um, and I think most normal people would think well, that's just all rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> however, <laughs> most normal. However, he's been right about so many things. Did you saw that? Nostradamus never died. He's currently acting as Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, so he 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 literally predicted Hitler. And the only thing, the only mistake he made, he wrote Hister instead mm-hmm. of Hitler. That was the yeah. only mistake he made. Now, he's predict. People reckon that he's predicted this year, and he's predicted sorry last year, and he's predicted this year. So this year we can expect to see rain, blood, milk, famine, steel, and plague. Is the heavens fire seen along spark running? Um, no I mean, it doesn't even rhyme. Does it? Doesn't even rhyme. No idea what that even means. But I, I well, have no question for you. So, this, I actually wrote this down a couple of weeks ago. So, how long do you think we've got before the total breakdown of society as we know it? Honestly, honestly, uh, oh, a few hundred years. Do you reckon? That long, even with yeah. what's Are you thinking, are you talking weeks? Yeah, I'm talking weeks, months, you know. You know nah. Pr- proud boys. Are you? Being, s- proud boys. <laughs> being, proud boys. Being, being, <laughs> being fingered by aliens, all that carry on. All that going on there. What the hell is that about? <laughs> what? You're just, this is just, you're just saying words now. <laughs> yeah, God, I am. <laughs> I'm just saying words. Isn't that how a sentence is <laughs> People just proud boys. words. Yeah, proud boys being probed, probed by I, aliens, that sort of it stuff. It is scary that uh, oh, Donald Trump still has the button for another week. That is scary. Well, as long... He could just think, do you know what? Screw you guys. Press the button. So right. what you were saying, the only thing that's stopping Donald Trump from pressing the button is... Ivanka. Ivanka. How much he likes Ivanka. Yeah. Because he does like her. He likes her a lot. Mm. He likes her an awful lot. So I think he that's probably what's saving people. It's like the police song, isn't it? Um, I hope the Russians love their children too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think as long as as long as he like has the, has the hots for his daughter, I think we're probably we're probably okay. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, that's um, isn't that funny though? As soon as you start talking about Trump, we went off air. Oh yeah, scary, that's... scary, scary <laughs> stuff. Hey, do you want some facts? Yeah, give us a fact. Give us a fact. Give us a fact. Right. According to a study developed for National Geographic in 2011, the world's most typical person is right-handed. Mm-hmm. Makes less than twelve thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Has a mobile phone, but doesn't have a bank account. Doesn't have a bank account. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're right hand, aren't you? Yeah. You've got a bank account, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that uh, strange? See. I would yeah. have said. I would have said had a bank account. The most typical, so more people in the world don't have a bank account See, but than do a... Is there, Mike, isn't, is there more children than adults? Oh, that's the point. There's a lot of children. Yeah, but, I mean, crikey. 
your children have bank accounts from when they're like five or six year old, don't they? Yeah. From when when uh, they're little, seven or eight, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all the kids have got mobile phones from when they're like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Most people are right-handed. Um, but it's the uh, yeah, most kids earn less than twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, that's interesting that but I think I think a lot of people are in China and in Africa and India yes. who are like off the grid yeah uh-huh. but they'll off, not own totally a off the grid either. they'll what they'll not own a mobile phone either no so they doesn't they don't they have don't like any of those things a... mm-hmm. do you want a fact do you want a fact yeah 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 Dolly you know Dolly are you yes, Salvador. Yep. Dolly never paid for anything in a restaurant or a bar. He put an artwork on the back of a cheque. And the cheques were never cashed. What's that? A snail. A snail can sleep for three years. What's the point of that, then? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. What's, what's your normal sleep, an average sleeping habit for you? An average sleeping six hours sleep? On a, six hours on a night, like a weekday. Six hours on uh-huh. a weekday. And then I'll lie in on a Saturday, it'll probably half ten-ish. And then Sunday, it'll about nine. Uh, interesting. I mind I'll get like less than that. I'll yeah. get like I'll go to bed at like yeah. I'll go to bed I'll go to sleep between three and four okay. and I'll wake up um most mornings about half nine. That kind of time. So yeah, well, I, and obviously I get like an hour's sleep when I'm driving home. Work. <laughs> right. How's that work? You got a Tesla. <laughs> oh, just oh, and a supplementary fact. A supplementary fact to um, go with the to go with the Dali fact. Did you know that Dali designed the wrapper for Chuba Chucks? I did know that. I did know that. I'll be honest. So, I didn't know that one. Um, Chef Wed, Sheffield Wednesday, were the only the the only team ever to have a Dali design on the front of the football shirts when they were sponsored Very by good. Chubba Chucks. <laughs> now I've got a, I've got a topic that I wanted to explore with you. Now, Garrett might want to close his ears to this because he knows what I'm going to go talk about because it was it was on his show the other night. Mm-hmm. On the uh, the seven inch collection, that I realised this, just how bad Euro pop is. Oh, he played God, this yeah. Euro pop song. He played this Euro pop song. He might remember what it was, and it was the most crazy, stupid song. It sounded like being written by a seven year old, and I thought, <laughs> "Wow, how bad are Euro pop?" They'll listen to any old rubbish. And I thought, I thought me and Phil could come up with a Europop song better than any Europop song in the French top ten at the minute. Well, I can remember. That's, that's the challenge. Oh, yeah. Good, good one. Well, I can remember 
um, a while ago when the first time I just did um, Perfect Pop Songs. Gareth mm-hmm. put a song forward and it was abysmal. It was proper bad. <laughs> and Ma just played it and I went, what is this? Because like, I messaged Ma, what is this old dross? <laughs> and he said, oh, we've got a difference of opinion here. Phil doesn't think this is a good pop song. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, and I, I honestly think this: if I went to, if I went to live in, say France, as an example, mm-hmm. and then set myself up as a as a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. I reckon I could be like a multi millionaire. Do we? Because I reckon I could do better. Well, I've just it's just you've got your commitments in this country, haven't you? Yeah, that's the trouble. Well, and we're out of Europe. We're out of Europe now, so it's not like of, could... it's the age of the internet. Set up a website with a French web address. What do they have? What do right. they have now? Dot, dot fr. That's the one. Is it? That was a good guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's he's remembered the song that that I was listening to. Papa Chico. That's what it was. I remember it now. Papa Chico by by Tony Esposito. Oh my giddy aunt. Was that a bad song? It was just like Papa Chico. Da, 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 da. Papa Chico, da, 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 da. <laughs> and it was like that for like three minutes. And I remember saying to him, "Will you turn this off? It's absolute rubbish." <laughs> and that just made me think. God didn't listen to anything. That was that was like a successful song. Yeah. L- anybody could do it, right? So we've got me made phrases in the chat room, right? Mm-hmm. He's good with lyrics. He's good. Mm-hmm. With, he'll come up with the words, right? And uh, all we need to do is come up with a catchy tune. He'll come up with the words for it. And we're laughing. Hmm? This this time next year, man, we'll be millionaires. Oh, this time next year. Oh. <laughs> They'll be actually phoning us <laughs> when we're on tour. See, hey, uh-huh. a number one all over Europe. <laughs> all over Europe. <laughs> can you? Right. So we're just, can you? Can you leave the tour and pack and not go to Edinburgh? Because we need you in Europe. That's what they'll be seeing. Papa Chico, Papa Chico was number two in 1987. It got to yes. number two in, I don't know whether that was, uh, <laughs> what do I do if I don't want to? Oh, fair enough. I'll do it. I'll, I'll keep your share of the money. <laughs> Aye, we'll do it. <laughs> um. So yeah, number two. So they'll have made a ton of money. And honestly, it's the worst song you've ever, well, I say it's the worst song you've ever heard. no. Uh, Gerard's got that beat as well because he played the fly by Yoko Ono oh, a couple yes, of weeks ago. You told us that about was that. the worst song. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst song. Uh, anybody listening, go to YouTube. The fly by Yoko Ono. Twenty minutes, you ain't getting back. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You uh, pop. So was it? Was it? Where was it? Number uh, number two. Was it all over Europe or or just France or? I don't know whether it was just in the Netherlands or whether it was all over Europe. I suppose I could Google it, but uh, I've got quite lazy now. We've got a chat room. Give us uh, answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just Googling. Cl- you've heard you've heard worse than the fly or fly. Hmm. I don't What's think it so. Called Papa Chico. Papa Chico. Papa Chico. 
Tony Esposito. Tony Esposito. Mm-hmm. Right. So does it say? Does it say where it was? Where it was from? Is this ring. This ring a bell. Are you playing it? Oh, there you go. I think I nailed it before. Papa Chico. Papa Chico. Yeah, Papa Chico filling your gun. Papa Chico, you're on the run. So obviously Papa Chico was some sort of a gangster type, bank robbery type oh, person. Like Mar Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, See, but obviously, Mar, but Mar obviously Baker was a good son. The Netherlands um, answer to Mar Baker. I could, I'm a, I'm a wrong. Is Gary's going to see I'm wrong? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, does he, does he, uh, it was part of Colbyne numbers. Talking about Fly mm-hmm. by Yoko Ono, right? What came first? The, the, uh, the verb or the noun? In other words, mm-hmm. yeah. The verb to fly or yeah. the thing called a fly. Did somebody think, just think, imagine if the first person who'd seen a fly and it wasn't flying, it was walking, would then we'd, would then we'd be walking in an aeroplane because the fly walks and would that be called a walk? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who decided yeah. what, what came first, the, the verb or the noun? Aye, it's good to, because there's also um, orange and orange, isn't there? Yeah, well, I think the colour orange was named after the fruit. From what I understand, yes, I'm sure that's been know, on like QI or something was, before. I read that. I read that in the same list of facts that I read that Dolly one. The um, they called orange light red before mm. people discovered oranges. It's called so the first red. person that saw a fly and thought, "Oh, it's flying." We'll just call it a fly. How come they didn't see like a cat and call it a walk? Or you know, look at that, we'll just call it a walk, because it just walks. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how that would work. Or... This podcast for answers, Phil. I know. You need, to, know. You need to provide answers. I ask the questions, well, you, you give me the answers. Do, That's right? how it works. I'll tell you what to do. Ask somebody that knows the answers. That'll be the, that would be the thing right. to do. I'll ask you a question you will know the answer to. Right, come on then. You're 14 years old. Yeah. And you know exactly what you know now. Mm-hmm. What do you do differently? Ooh. Ooh. Good question. It's, it's one of those, what would you tell your 14-year-old? It's not the same. No, it's not the same. You, you, literally, now, you're taken back, and you're 14. Uh-huh. And you wake up tomorrow morning, and you're 14, and, like, Diane's in big trouble. Have <laughs> you put some... You've obviously put put some money in that machine on the on the Coney Island <laughs> yeah. amusement arcade, haven't you? <laughs> yes. What's it called? Zoltan. Zolt- Zoltan. Zoltan right, some yeah. money. I don't know. That's a proper good question, that isn't it? What you what what would you what would you 
Well, it depends on whether you're waking up now as a as a yes. fourteen year old with mm-hmm. your experience, or whether you're waking up back in nineteen uh, seventy five or seventy, whenever yeah, it was. Well, I would, I, I, as a if I was, I would, I would be inventing the internet and yes, inventing the company. I think I would, it's. I would buy massive shares in Apple. Buy some both, Bitcoin. Both. Yeah, buy some Bitcoin. Both Apple, Apple Records and Apple, the the uh, technology Computers. company. Microsoft, <coughs> buy shares in Microsoft. Anything else? What else would you buy shares in? Well, it's not just about buying shares, is it? It's about all kinds of different things. Oh, yeah. Would you, yeah, would yeah. you, you would take more risks because you would realise that, you know, taking risks when you're that age, they're not real risks. They're not, there's nothing risky you can would do apart do from, like, physically hurting yourself. Would, you would do I do, drugs? I don't think I would do drugs. No, I don't think I would no, do I don't think so. either. No, you know, I would learn to play the guitar. Definitely learn to play a musical instrument properly. Yeah, I mean that would that would be useful if you remember. Like, in, have you seen the film yesterday? Mm-hmm. I prefer. So that would be useful. I prefer how he learns to play the piano in um, Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. That. <laughs> Just keeps on. Yes, yeah, so that's. Back. Mm. <laughs> oh, that is a really, really good question. So, yeah, learn to play a musical instrument. Um, I mean, you could like if you had the knowledge you had, you have now, you could sort of go and befriend people, couldn't you? I don't know whether whether you were shy as a fourteen-year-old or whether you were kind of just what you're like now. But uh, yeah, you would you you'd probably behave differently, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think I was quite shy and quite yeah. I was. Of I was very quiet as a, very quiet when I was like, little. As I've said before, especially with my name, you know, with your mm. name, like it, it, people proper, and that was a tall, gangly thing, you know. How I ever I got the you, girls would be lining up to marry you how, to get that surname off you. How I got, how I ever got any girls at all, I have never know. But I did. That did <laughs> yeah, all right. I've, I've, did all I've right. thought that before. That's what that. <laughs> many times. That's what I've said many times on the podcast. Told people what you used to say to me when I got in the car when we used to go to play hockey. I used to get in the car and you used to turn around and look at us and go, "Evening, ugly." <laughs> I think you say that and you kind of paint me in a bad light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think you'll find I used to get in the car, look at you, and go. Bloody hell, you're ugly. That's it. That, that but was it was a. It was a, it was a <laughs> it was, <laughs> uh, it was a form of endearment. Uh-huh, that's perfect. That that's what they. <laughs> that's what you used to do. <laughs> that's horrible. That's, right. It's a horrible thing. Ah, oh, it came from a loving place. Oh yeah. Come on, people. It's, it's hard to imagine oh, how, but I'm sure it must have. God. You used to say that to me, and then we used to go to play hockey with some of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. We weren't a pretty bunch, <laughs> no. let's be honest. <laughs> we Do you remember Davy Dogbreath? 
Both exactly the same person <laughs> sprung to mind. Hey, God. I wonder whether he's still talking about Bless him. look at him, wasn't he? <laughs> dog breath. You couldn't, you couldn't draw his teeth. No. If, if I give you... Uh, if I give you an hour, you wouldn't be able to, to correctly draw no. his... Your, your dental arrangement's bad. Wow, his dental arrangement oh, was hey. beyond belief. It was like a... Teeth like a broken... It's, like a broken fence... Because you have like people that are allergic to stuff nowadays, don't you? But not, not yeah. which aren't real allergies. You know that it's just oh, like oh, Chris, he's just he's just decided over the last few weeks, I'm lactose intolerant. No, you're not. You're just being a tart. <laughs> Get a grip. And oh, I used to go. T- I used to I go can't to eat gluten. <laughs> And I can't eat me MSG. And, oh, shut up. Me and Fraser used to go to uh, Toby for our lunch every once in a while when yeah. we were working together. Lovely. And uh, do you remember? Do you remember that going to restaurants? And um, I used to love the Knickerbocker glories there, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't used to like the cherries. So I would tell the woman, the server, that I'm allergic to cherries, just so they would take the cherries out. <laughs> because I couldn't be asked to take the cherries out myself. I told them that I was allergic to cherries. I, don't mind I mean, cherries. what you really ought to have done is as well, hang on, this has been in close proximity to cherries, and there's probably cherry juice in here. Should you be eating this at all? Should you probably not like go for like the chocolate pudding or something like that? Well, they were just... Um, Gleefully bring across a, 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 um, a banana split or Knickerbocker Glory or something, and they took the cherries out. <laughs> Bless them. Yeah, but there's loads of stuff now. People, and I know, because I, I know Matt has a peanut allergy. Anyway, Grimble, look at the time. Look at the we're time. Towards, racing towards the end of the show, and yeah, we've, we've actually done half a show tonight. Uh, yeah, we kept on getting cut off for some. Yeah, for 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 because uh, we talked about the KGB and Donald Trump and the government That's, and torture. That can't be a coincidence. Yeah, as soon as you mention the KGB, you get cut off. Obviously. I've got two quick questions for you. Come on, then hurry up. Right. <laughs> okay, chill. <laughs> yeah, simple yes or no answers. Right. Come on, then hurry up. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yes or no? No. Sting. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Let me just make a note of that. Alright, I've noted that one. Tom Cruise. Thanks for that. Little. Tom Cruise, no sting, yes. Sting, yes. Okay. Good jury boy, yes. I might might have given yes to both of them. Tom Cruise. Mm. Uh, I like Tom Cruise. Well, that's how it goes. Right, I am back on Saturday. For jumpers for goalposts, and when will you be back, Grimbo? I'll be back on Sunday night, all being well, on the groove at uh, 8 pm. In the groove or on the groove? In the groove, on the groove, grooving, grooving, whichever just way you look at it, I'll be grooving. grooving. Grooving on down. Yes, getting on down. Grooving on down. So I'll be back with all of the football for the weekend. <laughs> you know, reading out wrong results. That sort of thing. Pressing wrong buttons. All of that carry on. If you want to hear me doing that, join me on Saturday at 3 o'clock. If you want to hear Grim, Grimbo doing similar, 
join him at what time? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. on Sunday. Up next, you've got Lee Madge and the Untapped Project, so stay tuned to Wolfmind Radio, and we will see you later. Ta-da! Bye-bye! See you later! <laughs>